With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Ready to go with our next guest. Let's bring him right in to FT Live. Nolan Jones of the Colorado Rockies joins us right now. There you go. Where are you at, Nolan? I'm, uh, I'm at my apartment in Colorado. How are you guys doing? Doing great. We got the floor to ceiling windows going. Uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. You got a little, little pool outside. I like it. I like it. You know, the, you know the phrase out in Denver, right? It's what? What is it? It's three hundred. Have you guys heard this before? Three hundred days of sun or something like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, it's it's beautiful weather. Uh, yeah, you can't really. I think we've been rained out once this whole year. You probably usually will have more snow outs than rainouts in Colorado, but yeah, I um, wasn't up for the, uh, for the beginning of the year, but that's what I heard. <laughs> you missed the bad stuff. So, Hey, how's the year gone? Well, I know the team obviously hasn't had a good season, but for you personally, I mean, significant strides at the plate. You had an awesome year. You deserve, I think a lot more attention in the rookie of the year conversation. I know Corbin Carroll's had an awesome year, but what did you take from your first year in a new spot? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think there's a lot of learning that goes on throughout this. I think um, as a younger guy coming in, I, I didn't really know what my role would be. Uh, I came into spring training and, you know, I, I guess I tried a little too hard maybe to impress with a new organization. Um, and then kind of just kind of had just enjoyed this year. I've gotten to to learn a lot from guys like Chuck and, and KB and, and Matt, Ryan McMahon um, so it's kind of been a year of learning for me and there's, there's been some goods and bads. I'm, I'm learning how to play the outfield again, uh, or for the first time I'm learning how to play the outfield. So it, it's, it's been a year of, of, of learning and, and, you know, getting to know these guys and these teammates and it's been, it's been pretty good. Learning to play the outfield. Who the heck taught you? You got, you're leading the, you're, you broke the record in the first year at a new position. You broke the record for most outfield assists for a Rocky. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm learning on the fly, honestly. I think, uh, you know, our center fielder, Brenton Doyle, is is a gold glove caliber center fielder, so he makes my job a lot easier. Uh, I was talking to someone the other day, and they were talking about um, communication on fly balls, and I kind of just, my honest answer was that I kind of just let him go, and I kind of back him up, and it's kind of kind of made my job a lot easier, but I, I'm learning on the fly. I think I have a I have a, a good arm, um, so I've been able to to get some assists. But there's still there's still a lot of work out there that I need to do. I think that the reads aren't as great as they could be. Uh, the jumps aren't as good. So I think it's it's just kind of getting the reps out there. Do you think you were traded from the Guardians to the Rockies? Clearly. Do you think the Guardians miss you? Because I think you have more home runs yourself than they do as an entire outfield. So do you think maybe the Guardians should have maybe said, hey, you can play the outfield for us here? No, you know, I don't I, I don't I don't think of it like that. I mean, I think, you know, the Guardians had Oscar Gonzalez, Will Brennan, and Will Benson at the time of me being traded, and is like, you know, those are three really, really good players. And Will Benson ended up getting traded a little bit after me. Um 
but you know I think they saw a lot in Oscar Gonzalez last year and and into the playoffs and and Will Brennan through the minor leagues was probably one of the best hitters in the entire minor leagues so you know I didn't exactly fit the mold of of what Cleveland loved which is you know more of a contact guy uh, lower strikeout rates I am someone who sh- who's going to strike out a little bit um so I definitely don't hold uh hold any th- bad thoughts about Cleveland I loved my time over there loved my my teammates my coaches um you know got to play for Tito for a little bit which was which was a really really cool experience so you know I think they they went with with what their model is and they they like guys more more of a contact guy uh guys that play better outfield than I do and you know, I, I, I happened to run into an opportunity where I got a chance to, to get some at-bats in the big leagues and kind of ran with it. So I don't think that, you know, I, I, I don't hold anything against Cleveland. And I, honestly, I mean, I probably would have made the same decision they did. Well, I mean, you have a 927 OPS and Will Brennan has a uh, 651 OPS. So, I mean, maybe the Cleveland fans should hold them accountable for that one. Because, listen, I mean, no offense to Will Brennan. I mean, I'm sure he's <laughs> going to be a fine player, but you're – Probably right now. I mean, right now you're definitely have passed him, right? You've definitely passed him as a player. And I know it's only one year in. You're going to be all humble and say, but you're better outfielder. You got a better arm. Hit more homers because someone forgot to tell the Guardians homers are really important because they don't hit any home runs. They're last in baseball and home runs by like a hundred this year. So maybe they should have been like, hey, old Nolan. Uh, I know you kind of played some first base for us, but we're going to stick you out there in right field and see what happens. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I absolutely love Will Brennan as a, as a person, a teammate, and a player. I mean, I have, like I, like I said, I, there's nothing negative I could say about any person over there. Um, you know, they went with, with what they thought was best. And obviously, if we could see in the future, we'd all change some, some moves we've made or some things we've done, but... In the time, you know, they had Oscar Gonzalez up there who was, I mean, in the playoffs, I think Oscar had two walk-offs last year. Like, his bat was was magic. Oscar Gonzalez has an absolute bazooka of an arm. He probably has a better arm. No, he does have a better arm than I do. Um, so, you know, he ran into some early struggles this year. Um, but, I like like I said, I mean, those are those are unbelievable players and unbelievable humans that I, I love to death. And... You know what Cleveland did? I mean, look at look at Will Benson. You know, Will Benson's with the Reds, helping them in a playoff push and and having pr- probably the year of his career. So, I mean, sometimes sometimes that's the way it goes. All right. So every time we have somebody on from Florida, AJ is from Orlando. He's always like, "Hey, you played at Krista High, whatever." You know. So finally, we hey, have nobody somebody... ever heard of no high school in Pennsylvania. So stop. Yeah, so let him, finally, let him have we his have. Moment. We have somebody. This is my moment. Don't step on my don't step on my single cam here, okay? <laughs> Nolan Jones went to Holy Ghost Prep. You were a first rounder. You got a billion dollars to sign. Are you the greatest big league player to ever play in the BAL, the Bicentennial Athletic League, which is the league that we play in? If you were wondering, AJ. Um you know, I, I honestly, I'm probably not, I'm probably not caught up enough with the history of the BAL to yeah. answer that question. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, thinking back, I know uh, Kevin Wilson 
Um, no, that's just he. Net. No, he's not the best. Willie, I texted Willie about, <laughs> I mean, about you coming first on. First of all, I haven't heard of one guy I've heard of other than Nolan Jones so far. So he's right mentioned now, one, guess what? He's mentioned one person. Yeah, nice. This isn't this isn't Mater D or Entre Gray High School where kids <laughs> just like go wherever they want. You know, this is these people in the Northeast have to grind it out. You have to push through everything. Nolan, grinder. Okay, now he's now it's paying off, but. Kevin Wilson, no. All he said, I asked him, I was like, you got any good stories about Nolan? He goes, he's just such a nice guy. I'd have nothing good to say about Nothing bad to say about him. I'm like, <laughs> nothing yeah, good. whatever. <laughs> I think it's between you and Jeff Manto. And I think AJ would probably be the only one who knows who Jeff Manto is. Uh, sadly, I had him as a hitting coach. Nolan, you win. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> Nolan, in his first full season in the big leagues, is the best Bicentennial Athletic League player ever. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny the north the northeast is is funny. We were looking we were looking up our uh, high school stats. A bunch of uh, a bunch of us were looking up our high school stats the one day in the clubhouse, and I think I had forty six at bats my senior year. Everyone's like, "Did you not? Were you not a starter on your team?" It's like, no, our first twelve games got snowed out, um, <laughs> and we play a nineteen game schedule, so we ended up with like nine to twelve games. So. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's definitely a grinder factor coming out of the Northeast. Yeah. All right. No so doubt. now you're now you're out in Denver. How are the fans out there? Have you had any like funny or weird experiences where a fan asks you like a question where you're like, "No, I'm not signing that." Um, you know what the the fans are the fans are pretty laid back at cores. I mean, I think it's I think it's a cool atmosphere because. You know, like you guys said, we struggled. We struggled this year, um, and they really they pack the stadium every night. It's it's a really cool um, atmosphere to play in. But the problem that we have in Denver is that it's such a cool place to visit. Um, you know, people want to people want to come to Denver. People want to see Coors Field and and explore Denver. And so a lot of nights we uh, we get a lot of opposing teams fans. So it's we came back from a road trip from I think Atlanta. Um, and Boston, maybe it was earlier in the year, and we played the Dodgers the next series. It was like for two weeks straight, I was just getting absolutely ripped in left field from the road to home because there were so many Dodgers fans at, at our home park. So I think it's it's a it's a it's a really cool. It's a I mean I think it's the best um, looking ballpark in the big leagues, um, but it's it's a very cool place to visit as well for opposing fans. So we we do get a lot of. Uh, we do get a lot of opposing fans in there, so we're constantly we're constantly hearing it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you noticed a difference? Everyone says, oh, the course field effect, right, when you're hitting. But have you noticed a difference not only in hitting but physically? Because a lot of guys, I remember we'd go there for three-game series. You could only play guys two out of three because they were sore. Usually either the middle day or if they played two in a row the third day, they had to sit out from the air. So have you noticed a difference in your body and also when you're hitting offensively, have you noticed anything? 
Yeah, so I, I mean, I definitely, I wouldn't say I notice it as much as people talk about um, hitting. Um, you know, there, there's days when the ball's, ball flies here, but I mean, we played at Cincinnati and played at Wrigley, and like, if I had to choose a park to ha- have a home run derby in, there's no way I'm choosing Coors Field over Cincinnati or Wrigley. Like, I think that it gets a little uh, it gets a little blown out of proportion. Maybe maybe the pitches don't move as much. You know, there's some t- statistical things there, but we also play in a huge ballpark. I mean, left center field's like 470 feet. I mean, you got to absolutely step on a ball to get it out to left center. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you definitely notice it with your body. The altitude definitely takes a toll. I had to learn like. As being playing left field, I'm so far from our dugout, um, and with the the pitch clock now, come running in from the dugout, I have to use my timeout every single time when I when I lead off an inning before the at bat starts because I have to like catch my breath. Um, it's definitely something that you 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 get tired quicker. Um, you know, you run out of breath. Doubles feel like you just ran a marathon sometimes. Um, and so it's definitely something that it does it does take a toll on your body playing 81 games in altitude for sure. I don't know if this is possible, but if they could, should they shrink the outfield? Because it's talked about all the time. I'm asking him. You're here every day. Because, wait, <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles made some adjustments, made it more pitcher-friendly. Pitchers were interested in signing there. And the Orioles look pretty damn good. I know that they tank for years and now they got prospects coming up and all of that, but that was definitely a story. Now Baltimore is a big deal out there. It has changed the way that that ballpark plays. I just wonder with the outfield, I believe being the largest in terms of square footage, would it help if they shrunk it a little bit and made it a little more pitcher friendly for multiple factors here, including bringing in guys that would thrive more there? Uh, I don't know if bringing the fences in would make Coors Field more pitchers friendly. Um, I think, uh, honestly, I, I think it's, I think it's, it plays pretty true. You know, I think because of the altitude, obviously the ball travels more and pitches don't move as much. Um, so I think it, I, I personally, I mean, even as a hitter, like we have the, we have the right center, um, fences gets out to like three ninety four hundred feet in right center. And it's like a 15 foot, to 20 foot fence in right field. So, I mean, I, I would honestly say that I think that I think the ballpark plays pretty true um, for the altitude and the, um, you know, the, what pitchers lose on their fastball and on their, uh, their, their bite on their sliders. I think it, I think it plays pretty true um, with the dimensions of the park. I mean, there's no, you know, we went to we went to the Cincinnati and had two 90 mile an hour homers. There's no 90 mile an hour homers at Coors Field. Like the left left field and right field lines are are 350 plus. Um, so although 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 everybody talks about the altitude and how you hit the ball a thousand feet further in altitude, you know our park is a lot bigger than a lot of parks. So I do think it's, it it plays pretty true to honestly. I think it's one of the harder fields to hit. A, like this may be a pretty uh, bold take, but I think it's one of the harder fields to hit a home run in in big ones. I like that. I like bold takes. So here's another bold take. Do you hit 100 if you if they put you on the mound one of these last five games of the season? Because you threw 103, 102.7 the other day from, from the outfield. 
Um, I don't know. I think I, I personally think that I'd get one shot at it. I think I'd probably blow out if I got on the mound and threw as hard as I could. Um, but I, I don't know about a hundred, but I think I could, I could run it up there in the, the upper nineties for sure. Um, I pitched in high school a little bit. I could get it up to, I was 93, 95, but I haven't been off the mound in a long time. So I, I'm not really sure, but I definitely think I could get it up there, but it'd probably be a, a season ending injury. Oh, we don't want that. No pitch. No, you we don't let your, <laughs> your prized possession go on the mound. No. Yeah, that's, no, that's for, for that's the crappy Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Austin no wins. Tell Austin wins to get out there. Tell him I said that, too. He's the pitcher. <laughs> the, the backup catcher is the guy that goes and he's, he's the guy that gets out there in the blowouts. And you're going to get some blowouts <laughs> in Colorado. The, the yeah, we definitely, we definitely get our fair share. Um, you know, it's obviously nice being on the – the good side of those, but when he's been a when he's been a really big part of this team, I think he's been a he's been swinging it really well, and you know having him behind the plate, you're uh, you're really comfortable with him calling a game. He he loves this more than anybody that I've ever I've I've played with. I mean he uh, he dials in. He's always looking for tips and and little things things to help us. So Nolan, I always wondered this because when we like I said we used to go to Coors Field and you had to make a choice as a as a team, a visiting team, you either play your outfielder shallow and take away the blue pits because it seemed like the blue pits killed you more than the home runs, or you back everybody up and you say nothing's getting overhead because there's a lot of triples hit in Coors Field also because the gaps are so big. So as a Rockies organization, which one do they do? Do they back them up or do they say you guys play shallow and take away the bloops because if they hit it over our head, it's a pitcher's mistake and it's probably going out of the park? Yeah, so we actually we we err on the side of playing a little deeper. Um, like I said earlier, Brenton Doyle in center field has been, I mean, one of the more special things I've seen in baseball. Um, he tracks balls down like nobody I've ever seen. Um, so he is someone he kind of he kind of does his own thing and makes his own um, positional calls. Sometimes he's in a little deeper. I personally. And being new to the outfield, the balls that are over my head going back to the wall are much harder for me than coming in on a ball. Um, so I personally have talked to the coaches and made the, you know, made the adjustment that I play, I play deeper to give myself a better chance at the balls over my head. Um, but I, I think as an outfield, we, as, as, like an organization we see teams typically coming in and playing deeper because you know the the, the ball at cores does stay up a little more so it's gonna it's gonna travel a little bit more and and sometimes those bloopers just hang up an extra second um and and let us you know come in on those so i think i would say most teams um come in and, and play a, a little bit deeper than usual have you seen Suter b brent Suter after every pitch Wipe, wipe his armpit as the ball's getting hit out into the gap, or do you not get to see it because you're chasing his fly balls down? <laughs> I get I get to see it. Sudi, Sudi B is one of the, the best characters and humans that I've ever gotten to play with. Uh, he, you know, he's a competitor on the mound like anybody else, and he doesn't have the the hundred mile an hour fastball. You know, sometimes his his fastball, and he'd be the first one to say this, sometimes his fastball is 86 to 88. Um, so he gets out there and he absolutely competes every time he gets on the mound. And 
and does his thing. And he's an absolute joy and pleasure to, to have in the clubhouse and be around. He's a positive attitude, um, works his butt off, and, and he wants to win as much as anybody um, that I've played with. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, a, he's a real character. We here on foul territory don't believe that Taylor Swift and Kelsey are in it for love. It's a publicity stunt. Who should Taylor Swift, after they break up, after the Kelsey brothers stop dating, Taylor Swift, who should she date in baseball? <laughs> um, that's for a really good question. That's a good question. You know, I'm trying to think Rockies, but a lot of our uh, – a lot of our guys are are locked up. I'm not really sure who. <laughs> I'm trying to think. No single Rockies that are hilarious. Yeah, they got they got to be older though, because Taylor Swift's 33 years old. It like doesn't she's, matter. Yeah, it does to her though. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, you got to get like guys are overthinking. You got to get like a veteran star. Like Kelsey's older, right? He's a star. Like we need a veteran star. Yeah, but what, what better, veteran star in yeah. the game is is single? I'm not really – it's not really popping in my head. I don't really – you know, a lot, I mean, all of our veterans are are married with, with kids. We got a bunch of kids running around the clubhouse. Um, yeah. Wait, are you a Swifty? Uh, not, not really. I mean, I like some of her music and I yes. love, tra- I love Travis Kelsey. Yes. That's a yes. <laughs> What's your walk-up song? Love Story? Uh, it's – <laughs> uh, that was my favorite song in my fifth grade yearbook but so, uh, boom swifty <laughs> but my walk-up song is a rod wave song wait you're much more you're much more of a jason kelsey fan than a travis kelsey fan right hell yeah well sure sure i'm you oh. know I'm, I'm a huge i'm a huge eagles fan i love okay, love good. the bird but you know i'm also a fantasy football guy so Travis is Travis is a, is a real player. Um, I, I got to go to the Super Bowl last year and see them them duel, duel it out. So that was that was really cool. But yeah, I'm a I'm a Birds fan for sure. Yep, that's right. awesome. Well, good luck to your boys. Um, finish strong here this last week, dude. It was great getting to know you first time here on FT Live. Appreciate you. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, Nolan. We'll talk to you soon, dude. Nolan Jones of the Colorado Rockies. I wonder if he remembers meeting me. In 2017. No chance. I love when sometimes you guys bring something up that would have been just perfect eight seconds ago. You should have told him that you guys met. No. I didn't want to embarrass him. He doesn't remember. But even that, that's funny. I agree. Well, for me, it's funny. I would have brought it up. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But I didn't know. It's funny for AJ and I. Like, if somebody hates AJ or somebody forgets who I am, that's funny for me. Yeah. But for them, it's like, ooh. Actually, I kind of, oh, I kind of remember meeting you in the weight room one time when I was my first spring training ever with the Indians. I think it's fine. No I think it's hilarious. I think it's also funny. Like, no chance. We have a legend's territory. I'm not going to say name or anything, but that's coming out soon where the dude definitely had no idea who I was. And I just didn't come across him really for interviews or anything. Um, so I, I just thought it's hilarious. I was like, he definitely doesn't know my name. We said hello at the beginning. All good. I think it's funny. <laughs> he didn't know your name. No chance. Did he call you Scoot? No, he no, didn't call me anything. No, no. If he would have called you the wrong name, that would have been so much better. I, it, I would take anything. I think it's all good content. I, I mean, I, I pretty much 
dominated all the questions and the times that Scott came on, it was like. <laughs> you know, yes. So not, lo not long ago, I was at a dinner. This is before, I'm not going to use the names, but are there people that you would know their names of? And we're at dinner and person is sitting here and he's talking to the other person across the table and constantly calling them the wrong name oh. until finally the other person's like, that's not my name. Oh. And then, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. But it went on for like, they should have known their name. 15 minutes. Oh, <laughs> these are two people that definitely should have known each other's name. Yeah. Uh, and, and Kratz, you know, AJ is just sitting back like this. Oh, like, I, was, yes. I was like this. The, one, the person was sitting here and I'm there. To brawl. And the other person is across the way. And I'm just sitting there going, how long can we keep this going? <laughs> he, he's got his phone out. He's just like this. He's like, uh -huh. he's not on a call the whole time. He's just recording it. So it's just, how many times are you going to call Stan Joe? Yeah. Oh, it was great. That is tremendous. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.